welcome back. Welcome back to week number seven. Here we week are. Week seven. Yep. Here we are, Wes and I. We don't have our third. COVID-19 has hit our third. Not no. really. Not really. Don't Maybe. freak out. We don't know. We don't. Um, his girlfriend has a fever. Any thought since Wes and myself both have young children? Didn't want to risk it, and I appreciated that. Bummed he's not here, though. Yeah, definitely bummed. Because this is a big week. Big week. Big a lot week. of stuff lot. to talk about. A lot of stuff to talk about. We were about. planning, well, when Andrew was coming, we were planning planning on having uh, doing another a new segment. Uh, but we'll hold off on that until next week. If and it could change quite a bit by next week, too. <clears throat> yes. A lot, of, a lot of things could change. A lot of things. Uh, but I think we had nine. We have nine trades to discuss. Nine trades. That's going to take really a while. And really, just there was some crazy stuff that happened last week. Yeah. Uh, how, speaking of last week, how did we do on our picks, Wesley? So two weeks ago, you may remember we smashed. Yeah. Well, you guys did. I was average. Yeah. Well, Andrew got eleven wins the last time. This time we did not do so hot. Uh, Andrew got six, I got six, and you received five wins, bringing our total to 45 wins for Andrew, 43 for me, and 40 for you, Jake. You're sitting in third place. Yeah. A few games back. It's not good. I need to step my game up. Yeah. <clears throat> There's time. We got a lot more football ahead of us. Yep. A lot more left. All right, well, let's... Um, dive into some of these dive trades. Dive into some of these trades here. Uh, there's a lot that are... Just like one for ones yeah. in the in the Champions League, fixing <clears throat> some holes. Yep, um, we got to go back all the way to last weekend. Mm-hmm. Was that Saturday between Borussia <clears throat> Fortmund and Mike Nineteen Point Davis? Uh, Borussia Fortmund. Seth received Michael Gallup and traded away Latavius Murray to Miles. So I would say, current. I mean. This is probably this is a great fine trade, great trade for Mike nineteen point Davis because he needs he had Kamara Kamara's yeah so back, back get up the there get the handcuff and I mean Latavius Murray he still gets carries and stuff yeah. two week, two weeks ago or I guess three week four he had twenty points and Michael Wilder Gallup has that deep threat yeah. potential potential maybe I think he when his, the trade happened the potential was still there yeah <laughs> after that Dallas game maybe not. Yeah, I think Seth was thinking he was buying low, which he did, but then it just stayed low. Yeah, and so. it but it doesn't hurt him because he wasn't playing Latavius Murray. Correct. And probably won't, right. assuming yeah. nothing terrible happens. <clears throat> yep. So it was a necessary trade for yeah. Mike, uh, a.k.a. Miles. A.k.a. Miles. The next trade is between FC Forto and Diggs in a Blanket. And it Max is and Josh. the biggest trade I've ever seen. Many parts to this trade that we will discuss, and not just bench we're, parts. We're going to come back to this. Yeah, we got to come back. There's too much to discuss, so we'll just end on that. So just keep that little carrot in front of you to keep listening. Um, next one is Borussia Fortman and you, Kumpusliga. Kumpusliga. Hayden Hurst, Russell Gage goes to Seth. And you received Emmanuel Sanders and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. So this happened Sunday morning. <clears throat> Seth needed a tight end. I had two. And 
I'm glad I did it because Ryan Tannehill had a game and Andy Dalton did not. I don't do that trade. I don't win the week. So it worked out really well. Uh, did not end up panning out for him that week. Unfortunately. Um, and I don't know if he's going to continue to start Hurst because he's got Jared Cook. We'll see what he decides to do. But nothing, not a really exciting trade, but yeah, outlook for me, I now have a QB1 which I did not after Dak went down. I liked it way more for you than I did for him. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know, I don't really get why he did the trade, because Hayden Hurst the week before had one point. Yeah. Seemed like he gave up a lot. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, while he, I mean, he's been good. 13, 12, 18. I just don't, I don't, and Tannehill has been, I mean, Tannehill's playing better than he's literally ever played. Here's the thing, though, for him. He didn't need either of those players. You look at his team, he's got uh, Kyler Murray. So he's never going to start Tannehill over Kyler Murray unless bye week or injury. Yeah. And Emmanuel Sanders is like his wide receiver four. Yeah, I just feel like you could have gotten more. Oh, yeah. I refused to give him anything because I didn't really think I needed any of them. Yeah. So I'm like, "Uh, No. These two are nothing, yeah, <laughs> and he eventually, he, he eventually went. And Russell Gage, I was going to drop, so. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, personally, I think you won the trade, and I think last week probably shows that. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. <clears throat> Next trade, fantasy football team and chasing mediocrity. Ch- uh, name change there. Yeah. That is Dakota, chasing mediocrity. Mediocrity. Uh, fantasy football team receives Juju Smith-Schuster and trades away James White to Dakota. I think I know exactly who won this trade. Well, Juju has been quite poor the last two yeah. weeks. Four and one. And Deontay Johnson isn't back. Yeah. And he's and, still doing that. Right. That's not good. James White is getting targets like you yeah. expect him to. He's a 10-point guy. Nine and 11. Every week, you yep. know he's going to get between 9 and 11, and good. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You're, he's not going to not get that. Yeah. I would rather have, which is sad, because I love Juju as a yeah. person, a just super fun guy, uh, but I think James White is who I would prefer to have there. Definitely. Between the two. Definitely but, would prefer James White. Especially in his position. His yeah. RB1 is uh, David Johnson. And yeah, so, and your RB two was Chase Edmonds. Yeah. So you, I mean, that's a you needed a more running you back. Did. Chase Edmonds is not someone I think you can play with confidence no. in your number two. You hope running back slot. You hope he gets that one play. But James White is a great play for Dakota, so yeah. I think he wins that trade, especially because fantasy football team doesn't need wide receivers. Correct. He's got three wide receiver ones. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. All right. TJ Hawkinson and Julian Edelman. This. This was a agreed well, upon trade before it, they were traded before. Previous trade. Um, there have been some that have expressed dislike of this trade. Oh. Of the, hey, I'll trade this guy to you now. You trade him back to me later. A loner. So basically, for anyone who doesn't know, Hawkinson was a a loner to the fantasy football team. Max loaned him out to Andrew. 
with the assurance that before the following week he would be traded back yeah. for but Julian he, Edelman. He, yeah, he they did that because like if that if that didn't happen then the trade wouldn't have happened. Right. So I personally am like That's that's it's, life. It's within the rules, like there's nothing Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Personally. Especially at that level. It's not like someone's like, oh, uh, you're going to make playoffs if I give you Alvin Kamara? Sure, have him for a week. I'm already locked in. That is scummy. Yeah, that is wrong and would be... But dealing a tight end who is okay, like, that's totally fine. Yeah. He's not going to score you 40 points. Right. That's life. Um, Last trade, well, before the big... Well, Super League. Yes, correct. Well, it was Duke Johnson for Tom Brady. Duke Johnson going to Chasing Mediocrity. And Tom Brady going to Jurgen here. Uh, I have no thoughts. I don't I don't really either. I think if if I had to choose between the two, I would choose neither. Yeah. I think I, if I put myself in both of their shoes, I would prefer to be in Dakota's because he has David Johnson might as well get the handcuff yeah and Tom Brady I would That's never fair. play Tom Brady yeah does Casey have a yeah Lamar's on a bye so yeah, but Tom Brady doesn't excite me as a fantasy I would I would rather find someone who may flop but could go off where Tom Brady's just gonna he's gonna score 19 points yeah I would have picked up Ben Roethlisberger or Matt Stafford of yeah, I would pick up Stafford. Or well, I, there's, there's not just really there's else. just more attractive <clears throat> yeah. waiver guys to me. Although those guys may have been dropped today, but even still, but I would didn't waited, lose anything. I would have waited longer to do that trade personally. Yeah, but yeah, nothing was any. lost. Yeah, so it doesn't nothing really was matter. lost there. <laughs> We've all probably spent too much time talking about yeah, it. Yeah, way too frank. much time. Well, let's go over to the. Super League and discuss some of their trades. They had four, correct? Yes, I four. clicked away, so I need to click. Back. Going back to October seventeenth, what is that? Five days ago. Uh, between mile wide tornadoes and Tua legit Tua quit. Does he pick up Tua? That's a whole other segment. That he, he better should he That's better his now? Name. He better be streaming him the rest of the season. Yep. All right, mile wide tornadoes receive. Cam Akers and Marquise Brown. Tua receives Will Fuller, the fifth. Yeah, I like Will Fuller better than both of those two players combined, I think. Definitely. He is consistent. His floor is 13. Yep. That's amazing. Where Marquise Brown has had a couple games, but... Mostly Lamar isn't... He's at 6-2 and a 7. Yeah. Lamar isn't Lamar. Right. And Cam Akers, is, he set out two weeks. He's droppable. Yeah. So. He had zero points last week. The I think that trade easily won by Tua legit. Correct. Tua quit. I would concur. Like, even if he's... Well, let me look. Does Mile Wide have... The other running backs? Yeah. No. Is there a helicopter outside? Probably. Definitely. Um, yeah, I just... 
I don't really get the trade. Yeah. For for my wide, I'm sure there was a reason because he's not as dumb player, but I don't like it though. No. Well, also, he's, yeah. His his I he has so many points, but his team has definitely dropped out of the power rankings for me, which that will come another week. The, he, this week, he's currently starting both Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. Yeah, and he's starting Juju, and I'm done with Juju. He's wow. a flex at best. What happened? Did he... Was there injuries? I, I don't know. Maybe, did he have Saquon or something? No, he didn't have Saquon. I'm very confused. Yeah. Because he's scoring many a point. How? And he's one in five. I mean, he had Will Fuller scoring consistently, and has he been starting Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray for weeks? He has. That's, interesting. He had Rex Burkhead. Interesting, very interesting to look at that. Very for him. He had Cream Hunt traded. Cream Hunt. Yeah, huh. that's right. All right. Well, uh, I personally think that Tua won that. So. Yeah. Same. Uh, next trade, True No Mo and Rothman United. Uh, True No Mo gets Michael Gallup and Joshua Kelly, and Rothman gets Julian Edelman, Robert Tanyan. Tanyan kind of hurt himself last week. Also, I had four points. Edelman has been a almost afterthought since week two. Josh Kelly had a poor last week. Last three weeks. Last three weeks. And Gallup. And Gallup has been bad as well. Gallup has had one good week. Yeah. Other than that, he hasn't got... Oh, he got nine more. Just but still. A, another trade that I'm... Just kind of like... I know? mean, d- yeah. My favorite pl- player on this trade is Robert Tanyan. <laughs> well, he's got the coolest name. Um, <laughs> because I, he... By position, he... Holds the highest, like, yeah. standing. Josh that. Kelly is going to be not playing. Or, no, he did. Justin Jackson's the guy. That, right, yes. Until Eckler Correct. gets back. I was getting names mixed up, yes. And Gallup right. is now has a bad quarterback and is option one, well, two, three, week. four, five. Option five. Maybe. So. Yeah. I'm going to say this trade's a wash. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think, I think Rothman United. Wins it if he needed tight end. If yeah. he didn't, then it doesn't matter. But if he needed tight end, he wins it. Man, we're really hammering these trades. Yeah, well, I, yeah, we're really bashing into them. But but they're doing them. They're doing them. But okay. I think we're bashing them, but also a lot of them don't matter. Like, yeah. a lot of them are just bench swaps. Yeah. So, like that one. Or Ben may have needed a tight end to play last week. Yeah. And wanted to sell Josh Kelly. I get that. The I mean, next, I like the next one's interesting. Jamison Crowder for Hayden Hurst. I am bullish on Jamison Crowder. I am a fan of him. He gets a lot of targets. Because 13, 10, 10, 13. He's the only person there. Three of the four weeks over a hundred yards. He's the only person there that is worth owning. In that yeah. offense, in the Jets' offense, and he's been good. Yeah, I, I like him. I think. CZ probably needed a tight end, if I had to guess. Let's take a look at his team. Jonu Smith. 
who was upgraded to full today. Yeah. Which is funny. So I would say that Caleb lost that trade. Because he doesn't need him. Because he doesn't need him. When did that happen? Yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Definitely lost the trade. Yeah. Jamison Crowder is better. But do you start Jamison Crowder over Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, or Keenan Allen? No. So, But Keenan Allen may have a back injury, so mm-hmm. he may not be playing. Gotcha. So you keep him for the off chance he... Add, added depth, too. Yeah. Like, he's a great depth piece. Yeah. Uh, and the final trade for the Super League. Also interesting. I like this yeah, this is a good one. True no mo and Jones United. True receives DeAndre Swift, who's on the up. And Jones United receives Chase Claypool, also soaring high. Very high. Uh, was my cool last week. I said he was going to have less than 10. He had 16. Yeah. Which, However, wait, what? Chase Claypool. How did he get 16? He has four targets. Did he have a rush? He must have had four targets, four receptions for 74 yards. So he must have had a, ru- a short rushing touchdown or something? Yeah. I'm trying he to must remember. Have. It, the, the app, when, or the... Uh, computer doesn't the computer show rushing doesn't for show, receivers. Yeah. Which is dumb. It's annoying. So dumb. I'm playing Claypool this week. Um, all right, let's see. Chase Claypool, this past week, yep, had yeah. two rush attempts for seven yards and a touchdown. That'll do it. He's dynamic. People are calling... He's from Canada. People are calling him Mapletron. He which had... Is a, that is that is a fun name. I don't like it. Mapletron? Well, I love it. No, it's, it's Canadian. Megatron yeah. was Calvin Johnson. He had six carries, six hand like... Touch the ball six times. Yeah. That, but, I don't yeah. like that. I think, honestly, when it's I, I'm not sure what's going to happen when Deontay Johnson comes back. I get that Chase Claypool is dynamic. Like he's a great player. He'll have he'll have his have. games. He'll have his games. Yeah, he'll have great games. But I just don't know if he's going to be the like. He's not going to be doing what he did the last two weeks every week. I don't think. But I could What's your opinion on DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift, I think, is taking over as the the guy in He Detroit. still played the same amount of snaps. But how many touches? Where did the touches go? He had fourteen rush attempts. Double digits, but still fairly yeah, low. No, yeah. And what did uh, Adrian Peterson have? That I do not know. He also had three receptions. Four targets, three receptions, which I think helps. I think, personally, if I had to have one of these guys, I would prefer to have DeAndre Swift. It's harder to come by running backs, where I feel like it's a little bit easier to stream receivers. So I think Trunomo wins it. Yeah. um, Unless you don't need running backs, then it's like, who cares? I think the better player is Claypool. And Brady, I'm sure, is starting him. No, he's not. Interesting trade. Because Brady has Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, and DeAndre Hopkins. 
Claypool's never going to see the field. Yeah, but is... And by see the field, I mean be on Brady. But was DeAndre Swift with Aaron Jones, Ronald Jones, and Daryl Henderson Jr.? Is DeAndre Swift RB4 on his team? Yeah. So... True. And I guess by... He, he must have just liked the upside of Claypool yeah. a little bit more. Also, he's a Steelers fan. Also true. He <laughs> so maybe that's it. Claypool. Yep. All right, do we go back to the big one? Let's talk about it. FC Forto, Max, and Diggs in a blanket. Name change. Formerly Fresh Prince of Hell Air. Yep. Josh Motsky. Big trade. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out who got what. So Max receives Josh Jacobs, Robert Woods, T. Higgins, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and Mike Gasecki. Josh receives Melvin Gordon, Daryl Henderson Jr., Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler, and Deontay Johnson. My first thought is all 10 of those guys, if healthy, would start on my team. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would feel comfortable starting all of them. Weekly? Yeah. Like, if they were on my team, I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd start them. T. I, Higgins would be on the lowest spot. Yeah, I think I think he probably sold Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming off the 161 game point game. Like, he was thinking ne- next week Le'Veon Bell's going to be there. So, he was probably selling high on... Oh, yeah, sorry. He had 161 this past week. Yeah. So, yeah. he sold so that 9.5 points. Yeah. Told him low, but it was also like I said, Le'Veon Bell next week. It's gonna be continuously nine points. It's probably what he sure, was there. sure. Which, but what I did get. He, what running back did he get in return? Daryl Henderson Jr. Correct, and Melvin Gordon, and Melvin Gordon, and Austin Eckler, who is not gonna play for another four weeks. Correct. Yeah, I think Max took Josh for a ride here. Josh Jacobs is the best player in the trade. And then yeah. followed by, well, Diggs is really good. Those are the two. And Josh Ech- Jacobs, and Eckler, then Eckler, but, but Eckler is, is injured for four weeks. <clears throat> which Melvin Gordon, he was out last week for a, a non-COVID illness. Mm-hmm. They could He could still get suspended. I know the Broncos aren't going to do it, but there could be some NFL punishment there yeah and i think yeah is Deontay I, back this week for sure uh not i don't think well he doesn't have any designation next to him i think he is back practicing in full so he should be back um but yeah i just think max got good great receiver maybe not great good receivers in robert woods and t higgins yeah you can flex t higgins yep on good matchups and robert woods is a Wide receiver two consistently. Gasicki is meh, zero points last week. But Max needed a a start, needed to start a tight end that he did not have any tight. End. And Gasicki's a tight end that you will play if you have him. Like he, it's not like you have to actively find someone else. Yeah, but Max has Hawkinson now. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Um, man, I. There's just a lot. I spent when I first saw this, I just tried so hard to see it from both ways and I I don't it's hard. 
It's very to assess. Hard. It's very hard. So number one player in the trade, Josh Jacobs. Who's your number two? If you have to have one of these guys. Well, Dra- you're drafting. I'm wanting to win now. If I'm not undefeated or one loss, I'm not trading for Eckler. Yeah. Well, can, well, you want to do something real quick? Sure. Let's do a little draft. Okay. These ten players. These ten guys. Snaking it. Okay. See who we end From up with. Starting week yeah. seven. Okay. So you go first. Unless uh, you want two, three. Jacobs. You got Jacobs. Yep. I'm picking Diggs and... I'm picking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, that's what I would have done as well. I'm going to follow that with... I got Josh Jacobs. I'm going to follow that with Robert Woods. Snake it so you get another. And Daryl Henderson. Okay, I take Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. And then I get Deontay Johnson. And probably Higgins, and I get Gasecki. Yeah. So the top couple players were on are now on Max's team, but that middle bit was all Josh's. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. It's, but Max got... Max got the best one. Got the best trade. Got the Max, best one. Yeah, he, I think he I, won the trade. I think sure. Josh has a really good shot. At the Constellation Championship With now. With Eckler. <laughs> like, his players are going to be, like, his team is going to be good again in a few weeks. Eckler and Diggs. Uh, Diggs is really Diggs good. Diggs is real good. Diggs is really good. Yeah. Like, very consistent. Lowest game, 12-6. Highest game, 25. Yep. I mean, that's good. That's Melvin good Gordon's been consistent. Daryl Henderson has had some good games there. Deontay Johnson has the skill, and Eckler is obviously great. Yeah. But he traded potential wins now for potential wins later. Yeah. And guaranteed losses. For and ma- he's probably going losing record over the next four weeks. Yeah. Including this past one. But he would probably tell you he was going to have a losing record anyway. That's a good point. So. He probably would have. He was down on all those players. Yeah. So. A right. lot, lot to unpack there. A lot there. Let us know who you think won the trade. Yeah. Tweet the show, Instagram the show. Yes. And let us know. Okay, so let's bounce over to our picks here. I know we're 20, almost 27 minutes in. <laughs> a lot of trades. A lot of trades to talk about. We'll try to, we'll try to burn through this. Um, first up, myself, Colonel Mostert versus Jurgen. Both three and three, six versus seven. Oh, that's a fun spot to be fighting. Yep, and I, I'm gonna pick me this week, and here is my reasoning why. I don't think Michael Thomas is gonna end up playing because he tweaked his hamstring this week, which is bummer, huge bummer. He wasn't even, he wasn't present during the media. I don't think he did, he didn't practice this week, or. Sorry, didn't practice today. Um, so he's going to have to slide in either Gio Bernard or well, Damian Harris or Jerry Judy. And I don't really want to play any of those three if I'm him. No. Jerry Judy could be interesting. Yeah. Swift could be good. He could also not be. I think he'll be fine against Atlanta. Tom Brady at, 
meh. Um, but I think, yeah, I think Jarek McKinnon, even though they're facing New England, I'm thinking he's going to put up at least 12, and I'll be happy with 12. Because I think I'm going to get a big game from Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett and then obviously Tyree Kill. And also I'm playing Carson Wentz, who has 10 points at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. I think that the fact that Carson Wentz has a rushing touchdown and it's still the first quarter really helps me decide that you're going to win. And you just have no holes on your lineup. I, I trust all of Wentz was the only one where I'm like, ah! but he already has a touchdown, rushing touchdown. So yep. that kind of seals that. Where I don't love that much of his team, especially if Michael Thomas doesn't play. What I'm really interested about is Washington's defense against Dallas. Yeah. I think they're going to do well. I didn't love I think they're going to do well. But I'm okay doing it. Yeah, I mean, Dalton's going to take a lot of sacks and get picked off left and right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think they're going to have a good they're, – they're clearing 6.14 for sure. I hope so. I'll, honestly, I would be happy with six. I'd yeah. be happy with five, to be quite frank. But – I'm picking Colonel Mostert over Jurgen. Andrew does pick Jurgen this week. I mean, he's a Jurgen fan. He has been since week yep. one. I'm guessing he doesn't know that about Michael Thomas, though. Yeah, he he might. He might. He we'll might. Um, all right. Next matchup here: Borussia Fortmund and fantasy football team Seth and Andrew going head to head. Seth two and four, Andrew three and three, both need wins. They do. This is an interesting one for me. I really like the side by side matchups of every single slot there. It's very interesting. Really good receivers in Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, and then the Tampa Bay rivalry going up against each other. Godwin against Evans. Who's going to get the touchdown? Zeke and Montgomery against Gurley and Jones. Mm -hmm. But there's one that I think is... Ooh. It's just tight. It is. It's tight. I was going to say I'm giving the edge to fantasy football team because Waller is better than Hurst, but now he's got Fulgum against Allen. Yeah, and that was... A last-second change. I thought he had Boston Scott in there. I did, too. And I like Boston Scott more. he I mean, Fulgham has been really good. He has. He has 12, 26, 16 the last three weeks. I, I would, he's gonna, not going to finish with zero. I bet he has 10 at, yeah. the end, at least at the end of this game. But I'm going to take... I'm going to take fantasy football team. I'm giving the edge to Waller over Hurst. That's what's doing it for me. Yeah, I'm going to take... I'm going to take fantasy football team. I think the Bears are going to have to throw, and that means Allen Robinson's going to get a bunch of catches. Yeah. So, but Zeke, I think, is going to have a day. So we'll see. Good matchup there. Fumbles. That was a tough one. Yeah. Two fumbles. Never done that before yeah. in a game. I can't imagine that happens again. No. All right. Diggs in a blanket and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Both three and three. Josh is in ninth place. A lot of three and three teams. Nick is in fourth, yes. Um, currently both projected at 
at 93 Ooh. and some change. A thriller if there ever was one. <laughs> oh, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas hasn't plugged oh, in a tight end. Yep, you're right. But there's not much out there, so it's probably going to be four more points, five more points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, regardless, he has the better team. Cam Newton, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, James Robinson, James Conner. I like them all. Yeah. They're all going to play well. And he's got... We've talked about Josh's team a lot during that trade. Henderson, Gordon, Diggs. They're going to be fine, but they're not going to be able to overcome Jonathan Taylor or Thomas. Yep. No, I'd agree. I think... Honestly, I don't know why Antonio Gibson's projected so high. He's projected at 13.3 in ESPN. He was projected at 15. I mean, he's a fine running back, but I think McKissick's going to be – they're going to have to be throwing the ball. I think both teams are going to be throwing the ball a lot. Uh, Well, yeah, we'll see. But I think that – I don't think Gibson's going to hit 13. I think he's going to stay below that. Um, So I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor Thomas there. Andrew picks – Digs in a blanket. All that would have right. probably been his not so fast. Probably. Although maybe Jurgen would have been. We've had a couple, couple, couple different from him already. All right, Teddy KGB and FC Forto. Teddy KGB three win streak. Yeah, after starting zero and three, he's followed that up with three wins. Unfortunately, he's also in eighth place. So. <laughs> uh, Max. Is two and four in an eleventh place. Currently, Max is projected to win by eight points. Miles Sanders being out hurts hurts uh, Corey KGB there for sure. For, definitely, I'm gonna take Max. Yeah, I'm all. I think he clears that projection. Yeah, I think he wins by more than eight. Definitely. Yeah, because I think um, yeah, Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers Adams. is gonna have a way better game. Which yep. means Devontae's going to have a way better game. I agree. Max is a good team, I think. <laughs> he does. I mean, I think, here's my thing with Hilaire, is that I think he's not he's not going to be the guy. He's not going to have the same volume, but I think he's going to still be yeah. fine. I mean, he, he's not well, going to have the... Worst case scenario, he's James White. Like, point-wise. Yeah. He's going to get you 10 points. Sure. He's going to get you 9. Yeah. You know, he'll yep. just be there. Worst case. But some weeks he'll get a touchdown. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get the reception. I think that's going to be Le'Veon Bell. Right. So not different type, but point-wise, fantasy point-wise, right. yep. he's getting 9 or 10. Yep. I agree. And let Jacobs do the, so, the booming. And I'm guessing Andrew took Forto. Yes. So a, a sweep against Teddy KGB. But I think we picked the game. Well, maybe we picked him last week. I, I didn't. Yeah. I think you and Andrew did, though. Because I think I, I picked Mike 19 Point Davis. He was the one, the first one to give our yep. formerly undefeated champion a loss. All right. Crumpus Liga in Chasing Mediocrity. Wesley, you are projected at 96. Mediocrity, 89. I'm just going to start calling him Mediocrity. Yeah. Because I think that's an easier. I was just going to say more Chasing. Apt. <laughs> Mediocrity. Yeah, I mean, he's currently starting David Johnson, 
That is David, right? Yeah. yeah. Projected at 13. And James White and Ingram, who currently has .7 points, but seven rushing yards, not even receiving. Yeah. I'm going to take you here. I think that you're going to run away with this one uh, pretty, pretty easily, personally. Yeah. I uh, I moved some players around on my team just so that I could say I'm going to win every side-by-side matchup <laughs> but one. I'm going to lose the OBJ-Kenny Galladay matchup. Yeah. I'm going to win every other one of them. Yeah. What did Amari do last week? 17. He got 17 with yep. a garbage touchdown. Yep. And I'm... I'm low again on Claypool. Last week I cooled him because I thought Deontay Johnson was coming back, but he's not. Or he didn't. So, anyway, I'm taking you here. As am I and Andrew. Kenyon Drake's back. He's back. We'll see how back he is. I really hammered him last week. It must have motivated him. Yeah. He listened (laughs) to the podcast and was like, oh, not this week. Yeah. I'm not taking a knee. I'm running 70 yards in the last <laughs> minute of the game. All right. <clears throat> Rothman City and Mike 19-point Davis. Miles coming off his first L of the year. First loss. Rothman City coming off two losses in a row, I think. Devastating defeat last Ooh, week. in the last minute. By me. It was wonderful for me. Kenyon Drake with that, how long was it? 69 yards, you know. Nice. Magic number. Yeah, that was that was something. He just walked through. He did. It was unreal. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I'm going to – so currently Mike Miles is projected at 112. Rothman City, Luke is projected at 98. And I think that that is probably going to be about right. I'm going to go Mike 19 point Davis here. I think Miles is going to take it. Having Kamara back is helpful. I think I think Mike 19 point Davis Miles will win the game, but I think they both go over the projection. I like Rothman City's team this week. I think JD McKissick has been his best plug-in RB2 since Chubb's been out, mm-hmm. especially against Dallas. I think he'll do well. And the rest of his team is good. Schultz will stay active, and despite Dak being out, because he'll be one of the first checks for Andy Dalton. Yeah. Because he'll be the easiest pass, and yeah. so that'll pay off for Schultz. He's got two members of the Dallas offense with Lamb. And Lamb. Yeah. And Lamb did fine. Yeah. Nine. I was wrong. I, I was thinking CeeDee Lamb was going to be out. Gallup's out. Gallup's, Gallup's the, done. He's the odd man out, for sure. Natalie agrees with me. Yep. She knows. She knows. All right. And, and Andrew agrees with us. Yep. Mike, 19 point Davis. All right. Over to the Super League. Bunch of winners over here. There's starting to be some some differences in the yeah standings for this league. There's still a lot of three and three for Champions League, but we got a couple of five, fours, threes, twos, and ones. So it's yep. starting to starting to spread out in the Super League. All right, Rothman United and my White Tornadoes. 
Rothman United projected is currently sitting at four and two, projected at one oh two mile wide, one and five. One and five. And projected at one hundred one. I I know it's a big diff or a close projection, but I think Rothman United easily wins this. Yeah, I'm gonna take him too. Oh man. Because I, I have no faith in Juju. I have no faith in him. And I don't like that he's starting both New Orleans running backs. Yeah, it, I mean, it's so far it's actually worked out for him, surprisingly. 620, well, 744. Yeah. So that one week, other than that, he's at RB4. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, right. I think I must have been looking at something else. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Rothman United as well. The only thing that scares me is Tanyan putting up a big old pooper last week, but I don't think he's going to do that again against no, Houston. No, I mean, I think they're both. I think he both twisted his ankle. Be, he'll be fine. Yeah. But also, Aaron Rodgers will have a better week. Even if he isn't the same as the first five weeks, he's not going to do as terribly right. as he did last week. Correct. I would agree. So, anyway. Rothman, Rothman United. All three of us picked Roth. QB Atletico and Real Jay-Z. QB is currently sitting at 2-4, and four, projected for 95. Real, 3-3, three and three, projected at 102. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Real Jay-Z. I think... The flex is better. Gurley is better than Kirk, even though Kirk had a decent game, but it was only on two receptions. But also his running backs, Chris Carson and Zeke, are both going to have good games. Zeke's going to have a real big bounce-back game uh, as they figured out that Andy Dalton can't throw. Zeke will get a lot more of that, and Tony Pollard won't encroach as long as he can hold on the ball. Yeah. Yep, I'm going, I'm going Real. As well, for all the reasons you said, yeah. I, I'm not huge on Tyler Higby this week, but I think that his points are made up elsewhere. Yeah, and tight end, is it's just hard. You either have one of the top three or four guys, or you, don't. Or you hope they get a good catch. Yep. Like, there's not much you can do. I would agree. So, Real Jay-Z across the board. All right, Dale FC and True No Mo. Dale sitting at two and four, projected for one hundred five. True No Mo, five and one, projected at one hundred six. Sorry, Dale's not projected at one hundred eight because he has Boston Scott and Evan Ingram playing, who are currently outperforming projections. Man, this is interesting. I'm going to go with Dale FC here. I think if Boston Scott can outperform his projection, I think that was the weakest spot in his lineup. McKinnon, I think if McKinnon hits 12, he'll be fine because I think Adams, Godwin, and Metcalf all perform. And uh, Josh Allen, I think, has a great week against the Jets, who are quite poor. And I don't think Drake has another 28-pointer. All right, who gets the touchdown? D. 
DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett? Who's doing it this week? Well, I think there's going to be many a touchdown. Who's going to get more touchdown? I think... Lockett or Metcalf? More touchdowns, Lockett. I mean, I probably Metcalf. Metcalf. If I had to lean one way. Preseason, I was thinking uh, Metcalf still has a year before DK takes over as the number one guy. Um, But it appears that that has perhaps happened already. I am going... So we've actually picked the same the whole night so far. So just to be different, I'm picking True Now Mo. All right. I think... Uh, I hope Lockett gets the touchdowns because that means that's yeah, good for my team. Yeah, that means team. you do. I think his running backs break their projection. I think Kenyon and DeAndre yeah. go Very over. possible. And he's got Kelsey yeah. sitting there. So. And oh, Russ and he's got amazing. Russ. Russ has been amazing. Oh, that makes it harder. Yeah. But that's better for DK, so. Yeah, I'm going true. I'll go true. Okay. I mean, he's 5-1. and one. Yep. Should be confident in that pick. <laughs> All right. CZFC and Tua Legit, Tua Quit. Oh, he did pick up Tua. He's on his bench. Nice. Good. He's there. Good to see. Uh, okay, CZFC is currently two and four, projected at one hundred five. Tua legit is four and two, currently projected at one hundred. Pre-game it was he was projected at ninety six, but he's got Wentz, Fulgham, and Richard Rogers going. And I'm gonna take. Oh man, Singletary in there is not. Not appealing. I'm going to take CZ, though. I think Kyler is, while he has had a not great throwing performances, especially last week he completed only nine of his 24 passes. Amazing. He still and put like up 20, four of them were touchdowns. He still put up 29 points. Um, and yeah. I think, yeah, I just, I like his, I like his team a pretty good amount. This week, except for Singletary, not super high on him. Um, but I think he'll be fine. Richard Rodgers could end with four points. Who knows? Yeah. And Fulgham currently has zero. So, Yeah, I think I agree. CZFC is going to get the win. I think Singletary could have an okay game playing the Jets. Mm-hmm. He could do fine. I mean, he's not going to be great. May not even get his projection. But if he gets nine or ten, that's all right. So I think CZFC wins it. Kyler will... Whatever Wentz ends up doing at the end of this game, even if he goes 24 like he's projected, he Kyler will beat it. No matter what Wentz puts up, Kyler will beat it. So <laughs> That's probably true. So I'm going CZ. All right. Oh, and CZ has Jono Smith he could put in there too if you wanted to. Yeah, so. which he should. Probably. Definitely should. Uh... All right, I mean, because first first Skr got two first, touchdowns. First, I know. Johnny would have got three. So mad in my other league. Doesn't matter. Sam's soccer team and Jones United. So Sam is currently showing projected for 81, but he doesn't have a running back in. And doesn't mm-hmm. have one on his bench he can play. So he's going to have to figure out what he's going to do there. Well, that it doesn't it solves it. He could... Just take the L this week. He could, and he would. Doesn't really matter. I mean, there's no one. He, there's no one he's picking up that can outscore 
Aaron Jones. Right. Because yeah. you know LaMichael Perrine's not doing it. Can we talk about how good Jones United's team's looking right now, though? Hopkins, Julio. Julio came back. I was nervous. Tyree. <laughs> I shouldn't have been. Tyree Kill. Running backs are the Jones brothers. Yeah. And Aaron and Ronald. And Ronald has been good Yeah, the last three weeks. And Jimmy Graham's been a fine play at tight end. Yeah. He's, oh, and he's got Daryl Henderson on his bench. Yeah. He's looking good. Looking very Our good. Team's looking good. Yes. Jones United. Handedly. Yep. Is that what Andrew That's picked? That's a sweep. All right, Puck City and Matt's crazy team. I, I love Puck City's team. He's got a good team. A.J. Brown, Deshaun quarterback, A.J. Brown, Robbie Anderson, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Roll Birds, Darren Waller, Debo Samuel this week, but he's got... Yeah, the Mostert injury. Yep. And McCaffrey on IR, but either way, I have to pick him. Yeah, you can't not. Currently, uh, Puck City's 4-2, and two, um, projected for 107. Matt's crazy team is 1-5, projected for 85. And he did get a, his first win last week, but Derrick Henry is amazing. Will probably beat his projection again, but not 40 points. Even if he does score 40 points, I think. He's starting Duke Johnson. Oh, that's Duke. Yeah. Okay. And Andy Dalton is projected at 20. That's kind. Yeah. Against Washington, you never know. Yeah. Who knows? But, but even if he score, throws three touchdowns, he's going to turn the ball over four times, five times. Yeah, it's very real possibility. So, Puck City, also a sweep. All right. Well, that comes to the uh, brings us to the end of our picks, so it's time for a beer review. Clink, clink. clink, clink. There's clink. not as many clinks. There's not. There's just We just did the one. No, no Drew here. So, uh, this week. What did you bring us? So I was looking. Uh, I was looking in my fridge. <laughs> no, I was at. Uh, I mean, I did get these out of my fridge, but uh, the other day I was looking for beers and I saw this. It's a Bell's Special Double Cream Stout, and at the bottom it says Sweet Stout. And I thought to myself, that looks interesting. I want to get that and try it. And so I did. And here we are. It is very dark. Very dark. It's a stout. Black. As one would expect a stout to be. Yes. Um, let, let me yeah, read a little write up. Named for its velvety smooth, creamy texture, Bell's special double cream stout is brewed with ten different specialty roasted malts chosen to impart notes of rich mocha and espresso. Dark and sweet tones intermingle with a soft, roasty finish. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's very well described. Rich mocha and espresso. That's what it tastes like. With a roasty finish. Yep. And that's Spot about on. where it lands on your tongue. It's not my I, favorite stout. No. But I'm also not a stout guy. I wish that drinking in the morning was okay like it is in Europe, where you can drink beer constantly, and it's like, oh yeah. It's kind of crazy. Because... I, not a stout guy, but I would drink this every morning. It's, you know, it's a good, I mean, it's a fine Breakfast beer. in a, in a. Espresso, you get that espresso notes. Double cream espresso stout. Notes. 
Um, yeah, I would agree. I think there are some beers that you can drink in the morning. I don't know if I would drink this one. I would. It's... Because it's breakfast, too. Yeah. Heavy. I didn't even look at the alcohol content in here. 6.1. Yeah, not, not, not that bad. high. Nope. So I could go to work after. Yeah. Teach some kids. That's exactly what you want to do <laughs> before school is drink a... That is exactly what I do want to do. Yeah. That was a true statement. <laughs> um, all right, so overall, it's not great, in my opinion. <laughs> and you're a stout fan. And I do like stouts. I don't I don't like... They say it's a roasty finish. I would... I don't know if I really like the way that that roasty finish hits my tongue. Mm. Personally. To be honest, it tastes like a lot of other stouts to me. Yeah. I do get the sweet notes, though, but I'm not a huge fan of that in how this is hitting. So, yeah. um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to go f- five, six. That is the literal exact number I was thinking. Nice. Five, six. But that makes me think I need to go lower because you like stouts <laughs> more than me. So, but I was thinking five, six, so I'll just go five, five. That's fair. Good mm-hmm. score. It's a professional score. Five, six, five, five. All right, that brings us to our final segment because we're not going to have the degenerate minute uh, because I am by no means good at betting. Yeah, I've lost all my money. So, uh, Andrew not being here uh, pulls that out of the the ring. So, we're going to go straight to hot takes and cool your jets. We're just going to do one each. We're... We both thought we were going to go short today, and we're currently sitting at 50, almost 54 minutes. So we'll just run through these and uh, finish it up. So you want to go ahead and start with the yeah. hot? My hot take, Devin Singletary. A few weeks ago, he had a couple good games, and then he had a couple of duds. He's facing the Jets this week, who are currently seventh against running backs, and he's going to have a good week. They're going to run away with this game and so at him being the running back he's going to get some garbage time i am picking him as my hot take he's getting double digits and a garbage touchdown all right that's my hot take love it my hot take is going to be t higgins uh t higgins is coming off a great game against and by i say great because they were playing indy who has a very good defense He had six catches for 125 yards. Uh, He is the number one guy there in Cincinnati. And Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Burrow can throw, and he's he's good. So uh, they're playing Cleveland, and Cleveland has given up the, let's see, fourth most points to wide receivers. So T. Higgins is going to be my hot take. My cool. You ready for this, Wesley? I'm ready. Derek Henry. Derek Henry is coming off his uh, best game of the year. 39 points, 212 yards. 200? That's insane. That's a lot of yards. That's a lot of yards to run the ball. That's a monster. Um, this week he's playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has given up the third fewest fantasy points to running backs. Um, and I think that they're going to have to pass a lot which I think is going to take Derrick Henry. Uh, it's going to take his carry count down. Um, 
I'm going to say he's probably going to get, let's say, 15 carries. And I think he's going to sit right around 15 to 16 points. Below his project. He's projected at 16 and a half. Uh, I think he's going to be below that. All right. And the final cool your jet of the week, Chase Claypool. He had a couple good games. He did. But last week he only had six opportunities. That's not enough to maintain that level of success. This week he doesn't find that success. And he is going under his projection of 11. He's going under that projection. Wow. Still going to get some receptions and stuff, but he's not finding the end zone, and the yardage is going to be low. Deontay Johnson back. It's going to take away some points, I think. So. For sure. Yep, I would agree with that. All right. Any parting thoughts, Wesley? None. No parting thoughts. Nice. We talked. But Kenyon Drake's back. He's expensive now. I've trade, already had an offer. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Andrew texts me. He's like, fine, I'll bite. Kenyon Drake, what do you want? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't even thought haven't, about it. It's like he has one good game, and I'm like, oh, he's best. He's best. <laughs> RB1 right there. All right, boys. Will you stay safe? And stay safe. <laughs>